Hey kings and queens, welcome back to another episode of Tortured Souls. These last few days, maybe even like a couple weeks, I've been feeling very chaotic. And so I went on to like Pinterest and looked up a journal prompt. And I found this one that was like, how am I truly doing? And I thought kind of like, oh, this is going to be easy, like kind of a cop out. And then as I started writing more, I was like, oh shit, I'm actually not doing that well. I think right now I'm just surviving and avoiding a lot of things in my life. I don't feel like mentally I have many breaks and I feel like I have way too much free time physically. After distancing myself from other people and no longer having Snapchat, I don't have my days filled with talking to other people or seeing what other people are up to. And I've just been feeling very lonely, even though letting go of these things and this negative energy in my life was good. Uh, it's just been hard. As I've met more people, I've realized that some people we have really deep connections with and it feels out of this world and yet they still end up believing our lives and it doesn't ever make sense. It hurts and like it hurts really bad. And then we would do anything not to lose them for fear of like never having that deep connection again even if that meant like losing ourselves i've connected with people on deeper levels and have had some like karmic soulmates come into my life and during the time that you don't know that they're karmic you have this connection and you feel safe with someone and this has happened to me on like both platonic and like romantic levels and in the last few weeks I've lost four of like some of those karmic people so you just have these like roller coaster of emotions of feeling super safe and connected with this person and then finding out that like it's a karmic thing and they're not going to be here for long periods of time in your life and that they're just seasons and I found myself twice this year in a situation like that romantically where we were not even dating and it was just really painful and then it feels like you're not allowed to be feeling this like pain of heartbreak because you were never dating them in the first place but I've had to realize in the last two weeks that it is okay, like my feelings are valid, I'm so allowed to feel that way. And I'm just someone that loves deeply with all people and things, I just am a very passionate person. So when I fall for things, I mean I also have a Pisces Mars, so like we fall just head first into love with like no rationale, which is like is what gets me in trouble is because then I like form these attachments that are just not reality and that it just causes a lot of issues so that's been something I've been having to work on is detaching myself really from all things not just like friendships or romantic relationships like the expectations I have for myself 
I've been really hard on myself about not being productive enough, expecting just like absolute perfection for myself and like pretty much everything I do. And I just get to the point where I overthink it before I even start. And then I'm like critiquing myself for all the ways that I could mess up. And sometimes it just feels honestly like I'm never going to be enough for myself, let alone everyone else. And I just, I just have like this huge fear of being like mediocre. It's just been a lot to deal with because I'm manifesting some of these fears into my life on a like three dimensional level. And it's just been making me overthink a lot. And so that's just kind of what's been happening recently is a lot of like chaotic racing thoughts and I feel like I've tried like a bunch of coping skills and stuff and it's none of them are necessarily working and so I'm like resorting to numbing with like a bunch of weed I've been smoking way too excessive amount of weed and there's so many things I can do like I have a million books I could be practicing photoshop like just there's literally so much I could do like painting going places I mean the going places barriers like gas is so expensive these days so that's a major barrier for leaving really my house but even in my house there's a lot I could do and I just cannot sometimes get my give myself the motivation to get up and do them I've been really hard on myself about going to the gym and I've been putting a lot of restrictions on myself in other aspects of my life to hold on to this tiny bit of sense of control that I feel like I'm lacking and like that's just the struggle of like working through detachment because you just really have to let go of the fact that you don't have control and you never did but to do that in real life is a lot harder than just you know saying oh I release control and my instinct is just to find and grasp any kind of control that I can have in any part of my life. Recently with that and the culmination of my body dysmorphia that has manifested into some pretty intense disordered eating thoughts, my therapist just like kind of called me out because I was like, well, when life gets bad, like, I go and buy a vape, and then, like, five days later, I throw it away. And so she's like, well, like, what about the vape contributes to why? And I was like, well, I just feel more in control of my life when I am vaping. She's like, that doesn't really make sense to me, you know, explain it. So I'm like, well, nicotine, like, suppresses my appetite. And so, overall, I just feel like I have more control because when I'm out and about, like, I don't stop to go and get food, and so therefore I have more control over my finances, and I'm not as hungry when I smoke a bunch of weed, I can control the munchies better. So, it was just, like, all about control, and she was like, this has nothing to do with food, this has all to do with you wanting to be in control. And I was like, all right, I guess, yeah, like, she's right. Whenever life starts to get, like, chaotic, 
any of your like disordered eating or whatever just starts to pop up because you know you can always control that. So like, you know, that made me start thinking as it should. That's how therapy is. It's something rough to think about, honestly. This is, I mean, I've always had like an underlying issue with eating that every now and then pops up. But last year it got to the point where it was kind of bad a little bit. So for literal like health reasons, like I had to put like a bunch of snacks in my room and like a mini fridge so that I would have easy access to food when I was like depressed and refusing to basically get up or just had no energy to cook anything. And then I told my therapist, I was like, I want to take it out of my room because I feel like with smoking so much weed, like I've been having munchies and I'm like literally having like an arm's length away, a bunch of snacks is not necessarily helpful for that. And then with my like body dysmorphia, my life or my body sometimes looks like I gained like 20 pounds overnight so you know in my mind I'm like okay well then remove the snacks because I haven't munched too much on them so then she was freaking out thinking I wasn't really eating like enough food and that I was like that was the whole reason that you put them in there was so that you could have easy access to it and I was like I'm still eating so that's why she was like it has nothing to do with food because I'm still eating like two to three meals, snacks, like I just went to Trader Joe's, bought a bunch of like fruits and vegetables. It just all has to do with the control aspect of it. And I just use it in the form of food a lot of the time. So that was kind of like eye-opening, you know, something to have to think about and work on. This last week I've been spending a lot of time on TikTok. And I don't have a kind of negative for you page, but you know, just the constant scrolling on TikTok sometimes can be overwhelming and it just makes your brain already thinking. And when I'm on my period, I like, the overthinking is even more excessive. And so I know this about myself. So I know while I'm on my period and stuff, like one, I'm gonna look a lot bigger because I'm more like bloated and your body just is fluctuating with the hormones during that week and two that I'm going to be way more anxious and overthinking and have more racing thoughts and also be hungrier and also be more like sluggish and unproductive I know these things about myself, but then also when just the overthinking gets too much, it's hard for me to think clear-headed. And that's when I just feel like I'm super out of control because I'm like, I can't control my thoughts. I can't control my consumption of food. I can't control like the surrounding situations, how I'm feeling inside. And, you know, I can't control the gas prices. I can't control the amount of friends I currently have. I mean, you know, this is just like what I'm feeling in this moment is like, I feel like I can't control these things. So I pinpoint the one thing that I can control and I just full blown hold on to that. Living with a major depressive disorder, these highs and lows are like, for some people, I guess more like neutrals. Cause for me, it's like I have lows and then kind of like stable periods. I don't really 
have like highs I just have like stables um so when these lows come because they come every now and then that's just like life for the rest of my life is that sometimes I'm gonna have the lows and now I cope with the lows a lot better but anyway when the lows line up with my period it's just like literal hell on earth because I'm already feeling low I'm already feeling lack of motivation I'm already having the self-sabotaging urges thoughts and then you throw in my period which just already amplifies everything in general and then throws my entire body out of whack it's just it's rough when like those kind of line up and then this time it also lined up with like the full moon which this full moon was probably good for it to line up around that because it was all about letting go and stuff but still that intense full moon energy that you get is just a lot so I feel like to answer that question like how am I like truly doing I don't think I even realized how bad I was doing until I answered it and just started like journaling and realizing all these things and then when I spoke to my therapist this morning like I realized like oh shit I am like not doing the bestest right now with all these like racing thoughts and stuff I well I mean whenever I get depressed I just want to sleep and avoid reality in that way and it's summer so the days are a lot longer so it feels like I'm waiting more time to go to sleep I have like nighttime anxiety and my dreams have been a lot more vivid recently so my nighttime anxiety gets really bad so it's essentially it's like all day I'm wanting to go to bed and then like about three hours before I actually go to sleep I get super anxious and I'm like the thought of me closing my eyes for eight hours and being unconscious is scary to me and so I start freaking out even if I'm super tired so I have nightmare medication and just anxiety meds that I take at night. And I think I need to get different anxiety meds because it's not really helping. And I'm staying up late just overthinking but being really tired from the nightmare meds. But not being able to shut off my mind to go to sleep and like let go of that anxiety. But I don't know if anyone else feels that way but it's like literally the thought of like closing my eyes for eight hours just in a bed is actually really terrifying I don't know but it's also really not terrifying it's this contradictory thing because I don't have I'm not having thoughts necessarily I mean recently my dreams have just been vivid and they've been fucking scary I've been having like honestly they have been kind of nightmarish now that I think about it I'm like they've been pretty vivid and scary like my dog like flew off a cliff and one of them oh my god that one was awful that one impacted me for days that's probably why my nighttime anxiety has gotten worse it's just because when I close my eyes it's like scary and then you're in a vulnerable state for sleeping that long I don't know it's just weird to me I'm sure there's an underlying reason for that that I just probably am not gonna choose to think about for a long time and avoid 
my therapist also asked me today if I wanted to talk about something that happened to me when I was younger, and I was like, mm, no. And she's like, alright. I'm just I'm avoiding a lot, because there's just a lot of painful shit. But then my body won't let me sleep. So, I feel like I'm just in this, like, almost state of insanity. Because everything just feels like it's on a constant cycle and I can't break the cycle. I haven't had any urges to do anything besides, like, lay in bed all day. So that's good. And I know it'll pass and, like, as my period is towards its end, it's definitely clearing up a little bit. I just tend to avoid my feelings and push everything down because it's easier to block it out than deal with the pain. But I can't avoid any longer. I can't attach expectations to things, expect perfection from myself any longer because it is obviously disrupting my life. It's just really hard. And I think that was something else that vaping really helps me with is when I'm anxious, I'm not like picking at things. I just am hitting my vape and it calms the anxiety. It's hard because I've also been seeing on TikTok like these people talking about like young kids coming in like hemorrhage with hemorrhages and having like strokes because no one can say for sure it's from the vaping but they all just correlate that they're like these people all vape so they and they're too young to have strokes um when there really probably could be a lot of other factors but everyone's just saying that and so i'm like freaking out and so i'm like fuck maybe that's why i had a headache today instead of the fact that i'm just literally consuming so much THC or even just the fact that the nicotine itself not alone the baby and just the nicotine is too much but now that I'm sitting here honestly talking about this vaping I really want to go and buy one and then my therapist she even made a point she was like well you know like you're you're not buying food outside but you're still buying a vape and I'm like well, the vape is only $20, which is, like, equivalent to, like, two meals, and you would buy that, like, you'd buy a vape, like, every two weeks or something. So, I've just been really making excuses for these bad behaviors, and my therapist is just calling me out left and right. They just know our patterns so well, and it's good, but also it's fucking annoying, because sometimes you just want to be left alone to sulk, and avoid and smoke weed and vape and do all these bad behaviors that are unhealthy and not productive in the long term. You try and, you know, justify it with shit that's really not justifiable. And then they call you out on it and you're like, okay, that was really unnecessary. Like, it's that one, like, the first thing that just popped in my mind was that one, um, meme from Kourtney Kardashian in the um, camera it's like why would you even say that you know that hurts like that whole little thing like that's what my mind was thinking when like my therapist just calls me out it's like all right I'm sensitive I'm too sensitive for this please don't call me out like that Um, but obviously it's like good for the soul and good for the mind eventually and then I just after therapy I just sit all day just thinking about everything 
And Wednesdays are the days that I, like, always end up making the big decisions. So, like, Wednesdays are the days where I'm, like, I'm cutting off all my friends. Because it's, like, once I talk to my therapist about it, I'm, like, yep. It's, like, the literally the two days of the week that I change my life every week is the day that I see my therapist and the day that I see my friend. Both those people just give me a lot of clarity on my life. And sometimes I'm just talking to them and I'm, like, oh, shit what I was saying, like, I'm making my decision while I'm talking to them, because I'm hearing myself speak it out loud, and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing, like, what am I thinking, like, hearing it, like, my best friend, she will, she'll call me out, she'll be like, no, your worth, this man ain't shit, he's not putting in any effort, you need to drop him, and then she'll be like, you know, I'll support you either way, but then I start thinking about it, and I'm like, she's right, this man isn't giving any effort, fuck him, like, yeah, we had a cool connection, but I do be knowing my worth, so gotta pick my ass up and move on, but it's good. It's good to have people like that in your life when you want to grow. When you don't want to grow, it's, you just don't want to come to terms with the shit that's going on and the behaviors that you need to change. And then people call you out on it, and then you kind of are forced to do it. My life changes every week. Thursday comes a new me. The old me dies on Tuesday nights. So yeah, I mean, I think if you are going through something, writing it out or talking to someone about it can really help you. Even if you just talk about it out loud to yourself, just hearing it out loud, I think helps people. So yep, that's how I've been truly doing and I hope you guys can ask yourself the same question. How are you really doing? And you can follow my podcast on Instagram at Tortured Souls Podcast and me at Jordan Woodley. And I'll see you in the next podcast. In the meantime, stay cool. Be you. Peace.